Thanks for downloading this garden cutting from the National Trust. In these shorter programmes, I'm exploring a particular aspect of our work. I'm Alan Power, the head gardener at Stourhead in Wiltshire for the National Trust, but today I'm at Sissinghurst Castle Garden in Kent, which surprisingly sits on clay soil, which is a big challenge for gardeners. There's a wonderful veg garden here, which wasn't part of the original design at Sissinghurst, but with some clever gardeners and clever gardening, they're now able to have one. I'm standing here with Helen Musgrave and Chris Robinson, who are the brains behind the operation in the veg garden. That's true to say, isn't it? Yeah, you could say that. So um, we're a team of two members of staff um, and about 26 volunteers who come for a morning a week and help us out in the day-to-day running of the veg wow. garden. And as I walked up here from the garden below, which were kind of elevated above in this position, I walked past the restaurant and there were some nice smells coming out of the restaurant. Is that your food? Um, yes, yeah, some of that will be our food. So um, one of the main aims of the Veg Garden when it was set up was to provide um, fresh local food to the restaurant and that's what we do. So last year we grew um, four and a half tonnes worth of produce here on our four acre site. Um, most of that went to the restaurant but some of that we also sell in our plant shop for visitors to take home with them. Four and a half tonnes. That's right. Four yeah. and a half tonnes. I have to say that again because <laughs> to try and picture four and a half tonnes of food that's amazing isn't it yeah it's really exciting and we're on target to make just a little bit more than that this year so we're really excited i'm i'm aware that you're on clay soil it can be quite tricky can't it um yeah so clay soil has quite specific characteristics and that um it's quite a dense soil and it can become quite waterlogged so in the winter you can get quite wet soil but in the summer it will bake hard um a bit like concrete your boots become 10 tons heavier by the end of the day working on this soil but i know that you've employed a a no dig kind of policy on how you manage your veg here and I've heard of this and read about it, but I've never I've never actually employed it, and I'm quite keen to, because it sounds great. <laughs> it is great. We've been doing no-dig gardening for four years now yeah. here at Sissinghurst, and I guess the main principles of it are you have these narrow beds which you never walk on, and that means you're not compacting the soil. And then every year, usually over the winter, so we've started now, as you can see, lots of our beds have got lovely dark compost on them. Um, we just add a layer of mulch or compost to the top of the beds and don't dig it in, and we let the worms and microorganisms take it in for us. So this dark, rich, lovely looking mulch that's on the beds, where, where do you get that from? Um, so we buy this from a company who buys from the council all the bits and pieces that go into your wheelie bin at home. So it's your green waste that you've, you know, chopped up a tree in your garden or um, got some nasty weeds that you don't particularly like. They take it away, they turn it into compost at high temperatures so it gets rid of all the weed seeds that are in it and they sell it back to us. Because that's really important, isn't it? Because sometimes you see you see mulch and compost coming in and then you'll almost have a wildflower meadow developing the next Absolutely. year, a wildflower meadow that you don't <laughs> want in your veg garden. Yeah, that's right. I think the key is keeping it, getting up to that high temperature um, and then that just kills off any seeds that are in there Brilliant. and obviously with the clay soil you've you must have to put tons of organic matter on for the worms to come in um yeah so we probably layer about a couple of inches of um compost onto yeah. the top of our beds but clay soil is great because it holds nutrients so quite often it's quite high in nutrients anyway so we're not adding loads of manures which will have lots of nutrients to add into the soils it's almost as if we're just adding a soil conditioner yeah. to break down the soils a little bit and have a better structure and chris you you volunteered here for five years now for five years yeah. five years you've employed no dig at home as well have you i have because i'm on clay as well okay and the no dig gives you the opportunity to work the ground all year so with the mulching and not walking on the soil you can plant into just the surface and how narrow are your beds at home four foot wide four foot wide yeah so we can work from either side 
no digging would be nothing without the mulch. So that's At home, that's don't key. be afraid to put a good mulch on top. Yeah. And then just leave it. Don't try and dig it in. And the worms will do all the work for And the for worms you. do the digging for you. So you can sit back and have yeah. a cup of tea and watch it happen. Tell me, we're standing here, a chilly December day. Can you roughly run me through what you've got in the garden at the moment? Lots of lovely winter vegetables. So we've got leeks, cabbages, Brussels sprouts have just started to be ready. Lots of different types of kale. We've got early purple sprouting, which is in, which we'll be harvesting next year. And we're really lucky as well at Sissinghurst because we've got two polytunnels. And these just provide a really nice environment, a bit of a warmer environment, so we can grow crops um, throughout the year. So we grow all our salad crops in there through the winter, uh, so we can get some really nice spicy different salad mixes out into the restaurant, even when it's snowing outside. That's brilliant. Thank you both very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for downloading this garden cutting from the National Trust. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find more of them by searching National Trust Gardens. Subscribe on iTunes or follow us on your favourite podcast app. We'd love to know what you think of the series to help us make more of them in the future, so please do leave us a review on iTunes, as well as filling out our survey, which you'll find in the programme description. I hope you can join me again soon. I'm Bethany Hughes. I've been visiting National Trust properties all my life. But in this series of podcasts, I'm going beyond the delights of teas and topiary to reveal the surprising European roots of some of the most splendid sites in England. You can subscribe to my series by searching for Bethany Hughes's 10 Places, Europe and Us, on your podcast app.